0: You are listening to episode seven of the Live Free Mama podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Mama podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. So grab your coffee, water, or wine, and let's dive on in. Today we are chatting about how to get confident in your services when you are in the beginning stages of launching your business. Now, confidence is such a crucial component in putting yourself out there and getting your business started and also in landing clients. But it is super hard And stressful to be confident when you have never done something before, right? Whether it's your first time putting yourself out there, you are, you know, very new to the online business world, it can be. Hard to find that confidence, but potential clients are going to connect on that confidence and pick up on that confidence. And also, sometimes it's going to take some confidence to put yourself out there, even. I have not always been a super confident person, but this is an area that I have grown a lot in. And from my experience and from listening and learning from others' experience, confidence is something that you can nurture cultivate, and most definitely an area that you can develop in. And most people are not confident in something they've never done before, right? You know, they might have that confidence in themselves, but they they still have some fear or doubt in the area that they are adventuring into. For example, when I was first starting my teaching career, I was terrified. I had never taught anyone before, especially my first year when it wasn't student teaching. I was on my own. There was a room full of 30 kids looking up at me. I had to take on a kind of like a fake it till you make it attitude. I use this a lot in my teaching career, but that might not always work in the freelancing industry. And today I wanted to share with you five concrete steps or strategies that you can take to increase your confidence when you are at the very beginning stages of launching your business. But this episode not only applies to those who are In the beginning stages of launching their business or getting ready to or thinking about it, it also applies to those of us who are about to undergo a pivot or a change, whether that is adding on new services, drastically raising your rates, whatever it is. Anytime you are changing or taking on something new, that doubt and that fear always creeps in. So before we dive in to these five tangible tips and strategies I want you to implement to increase in that confidence, I wanted to share with you two things that I think you will love. First, this episode is again sponsored by our launch giveaway. It has been an amazing, amazing first couple of weeks, and I am so excited, but it is almost over. So if you have not entered yet, or you want to get in more entries before we pick our winner. Go to michaelaquincom forward slash giveaway to see all the different ways you can enter. We have an amazing work at home mom essentials basket that includes a few of our favorite products and one lucky listener is going to win it. And also just because I love sharing some of my favorite products and services to help make your mom and business life easier. This episode, I wanted to tell you all about the all girl shave club. And I think this week's my favorite thing is super fitting because shaving your legs can lead to increased confidence. Am I right? I used to be guilty of using my husband's razor because I thought it gave me a much closer shave, but I got sick of using his blue and orange razor that I don't, I can't even remember Gillette or whatever. And I also got sick of smelling like a man because I was, I would just use his shaving cream. So I heard about this company called the All Girl Shave Club, and it is the only shaving subscription box for women. With my husband, we had tried the Dollar Shave Club, which it was still kind of geared towards men. So I heard about the All Girl Shave Club, I watched the reviews, and I was on the edge of my seat in purchasing for a while. But finally, when I met the owner and founder and learned the story behind the business, I decided I had to give them a try. I was not disappointed and neither was my husband. He loved how silky smooth my legs were and I even caught him using my razor once. I was furious. This product is amazing, but it is also super convenient. It ships right to your door every other month. Check them out at michaelaquinncom shave and make sure you also try out the shave better. If you use my link, michaelaquinncom shave, you will get 10% off your first order. I know you will love them, and I can't wait for you to get this package right to your door. And also stay tuned because we will be interviewing the founder, Jessica Princip, in just a few short episodes. So stay tuned. She's got an amazing story. I can't wait for you to meet her. Now, as we dive in to the focus of how to increase your confidence and get confident when you're a beginner, first I just want to say that. That doubt and that fear is 100% normal for just about everyone in the beginning. Why? Because doing something different, launching your business, getting out of your comfort zone is probably not something you've done before if you're listening to this episode, right? And this is a new adventure and new things. Stepping out of our comfort zone always brings in that uncertainty and fear. But fear is normal. normal. And I also want you to realize that it is not necessarily a bad thing. Fear shows that you care about your work and the value that you either provide or will provide to future clients or current clients. Fear is also what drives you to prepare and research and do your best so that you can not only land clients, but wow them. But fear can become a bad thing when you let it control your life and let it prevent you from trying new things or taking on new opportunities because you'd rather be safe. Now, this was literally me throughout my whole entire life up until probably about a year ago. That's a whole story for another episode. But I really just want you to know that you are not alone in being scared, questioning if this will work, and wondering what if. But in my experience, there are these five strategies that you can implement and practice and go through to help build that confidence in the early stages of launching your business or when you are in a pivot stage so that you feel more confident. Because when you feel more confident, the people that you are connecting with and reaching out to will pick up on that these strategies also will help you build trust and credibility with those potential clients. So it's a double whammy. The first tip, the first strategy I have for you is in the very beginning to do some free work in order to build your portfolio. So free work is great for people starting out. We have a barter thread in the Live Free Mama Facebook group. If you're not a member of that group yet, Definitely come join every Thursday. We have a barter thread, and there are different business owners who will post, Hey, I need X, and in exchange, I'm willing to provide a testimonial. Or you can go in and post, Hey, I can provide X in exchange for a testimonial. And instead of thinking of this as, Oh, free work, it's just free the free work actually provides you a lot more. One, it helps you get experience. It helps you get confidence in the process. It helps you know that you can do this and that someone someone wants what you are providing. It also can add work for your portfolio, when you start to reach out to potential clients, a lot of times they will ask for your portfolio to see work that you have done. And so doing some free work in the beginning, you can use that in your portfolio. This can also lead to eventual referrals or maybe even potential work with the person that you start out doing some free work for, but also it can lead to a testimonial. And having that testimonial, having that social proof is very crucial in landing your next clients. So how can you do this? You can reach out to people you know, friends and family who have a business And offer them a specific service or see if that relates to the services that you are wanting to launch and or see if there is something, some small task or some small project that they need help with and then go from there. So if you are wanting to get into virtual assisting, see if maybe someone needs help uploading, formatting, and scheduling their blogs. Or maybe see if someone just needs help repurposing a Facebook Live into a blog post. Or maybe they need help taking their Facebook Live and turning that into social media content for their Instagram. If you're wanting to get into graphic design, see if someone needs a logo refresh or a mood board. If you're wanting to get into social media management, see if someone needs help creating a weekly plan or creating a week's worth of content. And why you do this is because not only will this help you build up your portfolio and help hopefully help you with referrals and testimonials, but getting actual hands on experience is the number one way to boost your confidence and your skill set. Especially when you do that work, you send it off to the client, even though they're not paying you, they are paying you with the ability to add the work to your portfolio, the testimonial, and the confidence that you get from it. So it's even though it's free, I don't want you to technically look at it as free. There is a ton of benefits beyond the monetary side. And when they come back and say, oh my gosh, thank you. This is awesome. Or this is perfect. This is just what I wanted those words of affirmation are going to boost your confidence so much so that when you go to charge someone, you are confident that, hey, you know what? When I did this for someone for free, they were super happy, super appreciative. Now I can charge someone for this and I know that they are going to be just as happy. And if they aren't, you have that contract in place to work with them for the revisions to get them to where they are happy. And it's just, less scary when you you already have those words of affirmation in. So my bonus tip for this is to treat it like a paying gig, over-deliver, and have a contract in place. And now in your contract, instead of saying, you know, X dollars or it's, you know, worth whatever the the value is, I would put that value in so that they know how much this, this project is worth, but you, you can kind of cross that out and say complimentary in exchange for the ability to use this work in my portfolio and for a testimonial upon completion of the project. Now, I'm not going to get too heavy into the contracts because I cover that in my overwhelmed to overbooked course, but there are some other things you might want to include like how many revisions or, you know, the full details of what this free project is going to entail. And also, last tip for doing free work, I would make sure that it is something small and something that is reasonable for in exchange for free. So you don't want to go design someone's whole website for free. That is a major time consuming project, but publishing and uploading a, and formatting a blog post, something small, a logo refresh, that's small, a week's worth of Facebook page content. That is small. You don't want to give someone 30 hours or a month's worth of work for free. That is crazy. So first tip, do some free work in order to build your portfolio and your confidence. My second tip, if you maybe don't necessarily want to you know, do work for free or you don't have any opportunities right away to do some work for free or you just want to add more to your portfolio, something else you can do is instead of building a portfolio of work that you've done for either free clients or previous clients, you can build what I call a port fake Leo. So portfolio is a great way to showcase the work that you've done for potential clients, but you can also take it as an opportunity to showcase work that you can do. So. Maybe it's not necessarily work that was done for a specific paying client or a free client, but you created a fake client in your head or you, you use a business that's already out there and established and create some content or create... You know something that makes sense to the services that you are offering for that person. And maybe you never give it to them, but it's just a way to build your portfolio and showcase what you can do so that when someone is looking at your portfolio, they can see a variety of style, a variety of what you can do. And it's not just a snapshot of one client that you've done for one person. So, Portfolios are great because you can show them to potential clients ahead of time, and it's a great way for that potential client to kind of glance at your work, see if you're a fit, see if they like your style before scheduling a call, which leads to you getting on calls with more qualified leads. How you do this, you don't just limit your portfolio to work that you have done, but use it as a chance to highlight the potential of what you can do. Some of the tips that I give the moms in my program is to create, you know, three maybe different fake clients and create a sample of work that they would maybe create for that client if that client was real why do you do this? This helps you to not only look like a super beginner in the beginning to potential clients, but it also helps you be more confident in what you can do because again, you are getting more experience. And a lot of times in my program, we have the course only Facebook group. A lot of times either when people are sending off work for the first time or creating their portfolio, they will post it in the group to get feedback. Now, this is great also because you are getting either suggestions to improve before you send it off to a to a client, or you are getting those words of affirmations from your peers, people who are either maybe a little bit more experienced than you, feedback from me, or feedback from people that are in you know a similar stage as you, again, giving you those words of affirmation and that encouragement that just helps boost that confidence so you are um, more likely to put yourself out there and go after clients. My bonus tip for the portfolio or the port Leo, as we call it, when it's not work that you've done for a real business or a real client is that when you are creating these fake clients, you want to make sure that they are clients that would be your ideal client. So when you do eventually start talking with potential clients and they ask to see your portfolio, they feel like you are the perfect fit for their business. And if you're like, I don't, have an ideal client. I need to do another episode here soon on the ideal client and why it is so crucial and important in the beginning stages of your business. Now, my third strategy is to be clear on how your past work translates into the experience for this role. So, a lot of times people get stressed out and freak out because. They're getting on their first call, their first discovery call, their first call with a potential client, and they're like, but wait, I'm a beginner. How is? Why would this person hire me? Aren't they going to know? Aren't they just going to laugh and say, no way? Well, first of all, everyone starts out as a beginner at some point, no matter what business it is. At one point, they were just like you and me trying to get their first client, trying to get their first customer. So what helps in that is just because you may be new to the online business space or virtual assisting or, you know, starting your own social media marketing agency, that does not mean that you do not have any relatable experience that ties to this potential client and helping that business grow. So how you do this is you reflect on your biggest strengths or accomplishments from your current job and you brainstorm how those translate into the online space. And then you want to be able to speak to that to the potential client. So for example, if you haven't yet listened to the, I think it's episode two, how to determine what services you should offer. In that episode, I mentioned one of my resources the brainstorming guide, but that brainstorming guide kind of walks you through your current experience, your past experience, and how it translates into the online space. So for me, I was a teacher. I had never taken one ounce of business curriculum in my life, never ran a business. I tried to start a bow business. That drastically failed. And so I had to figure out how I could sell myself as a beginner to these potential clients and how you sell yourself is really focusing on your strengths and your accomplishments. So one of my strengths as a teacher was being able to get high school students talking about ancient literature that they could give a crap about. So I kind of talked about that and some of the tools and the strategies that I used as a teacher and how that could translate to helping me get the client I was on a call with, how I could get them talking about their products and get them engaged in conversation around their products and how that conversation could tie to them going to their website and or becoming a future customer, a paying customer. Also as a teacher... I was very great at wearing many different hats and also managing tons of different pieces at one time. So that really translated. I talked about how that would make me a awesome assistant because I can kind of take on the many different hats that they need me to take, whether it's a customer service role or a social media role, or they just need someone to look at the details and focus and get some stuff done. So I want you to reflect on your strengths, your accomplishments from your current job, no matter what your job is. If you are a teacher, a nurse, a stay-at-home mom, what are your biggest strengths and your assets in your current role? And this will be a huge confidence boost and make for great talking points when you're on discovery calls or you know, pitching yourself to potential clients. My bonus tip is to either handwrite this or type it and print it out or rip it out of your notebook and review it often. If you want my brainstorming guide to help get this process started, go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash brainstorming dash guide. I'll link to this in the show notes, but it can help walk you through that process. And then anytime you start to doubt your skills, doubt what you bring to the table, I want you to stop pull out this list, review it, and then I want you to add to it. And then I want you to be thinking about this constantly You know, in your day-to-day life when you're taking care of your kids or you're going to your job, Um, you're in a meeting and you are offering up some creative strategies. Being creative and being willing to provide creative strategies to your clients is a huge asset. So I want you to just kind of get in that habit of looking at and focusing on your strengths and then writing them down and, not being shy and talking about your strengths, okay? Now, my fourth tip kind of goes along with understanding how your past work translate, it translates into experience for your freelancing role, but it's a little different. So my fourth tip is to understand your value. So number three, you want to be clear on how you know, your past work translates into experience for your current role. But tip four is more about understanding your value. I don't want you to get caught in this space of thinking that you need your clients more than they need you because that is simply not true. The relationship between freelancer and Your client or future client is one of a symbiotic relationship. Now, that is a very big science term for my English teacher self. But basically, I just want you to know that they need you just as much as you need them. And this ties to me and my business. Right now I have four people on my team and I need those women, those moms to help me keep my business moving forward. If one of them stopped doing their job or if one of them decided that they no longer wanted to work with me, that would be a very difficult position for me to be in. I would have to, I would be desperate and drastically trying to find a replacement for them. And now same for them. If I decided, Hey, I don't want to work with you anymore. They also would be maybe, maybe not, but in a position where they would be looking for a new client. So we each bring something to the table. I bring a paycheck. I am one of their paying clients, but they bring to me something that I need. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, The Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just one forty-seven. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.mikaelaquinn.com forward slash academy, or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. So how you understand your value and you get to this place is by knowing what you bring to the table and taking it one step further and getting clear on the problem that you solve for the business owner. Maybe you are either an expert and you're filling in on a topic that the business owner does not know. For example, I have someone on my team who edits my podcasts and publishes them and produces them and gets them all scheduled. That is something I could learn but I don't want to. I don't want to take the time to learn it. And I also don't want to take the time to do it every week. So I hired on an expert to take that off my plate. And if she up and walked away one day, I would be desperately searching for a new person to come on and do that. Now, if you're sitting there like, well, Michaela, I'm not an expert. I'm just, I'm just a VA or whatever. Stop saying just and realize if you are the virtual assistant what your value is. You save that business owner time, a whole lot of time. So spend a few minutes, get some clarity and figure out what problem it is that you solve for your clients. This will help you uncover your value. And why you need to do this is because I don't want you to be stuck in a place where you undervalue your services, your time, and where you end up selling yourself short. For example, I was on a phone call the other day with a friend who offers Pinterest services and she was talking to me about how she had this crazy lady client come to her and kind of wanted a DIY package instead of a like done for you package. So typically this person offers monthly management and setup and she just does it. But she was on a call with someone who couldn't really afford the ongoing monthly management. They just wanted someone to walk them through it one-on-one on on their own. And so she was like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm just going to charge X amount of dollars because it'll only take me about 30 minutes to do this. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because it's going to take you 30 minutes, you are in that spot where you are an expert on a topic. You know something that client doesn't and she wants, she wants to know it and she wants you to show her. So she was like, yeah, but like, I see people offer a similar package for X amount of dollars and I just think they're crazy. And I, I had to tell her, well, I mean, obviously they're not crazy because people are paying it and people are willing to pay that because you showing them and sharing with them the strategies and the tips and the how to is very beneficial. And you get to a point where when you become that expert status and it comes time to raise your rates, you really have to understand the value that you bring to the clients to not only help explain to them, you know, why maybe your package is X amount of dollars, but so that you feel confident in telling them the package is X amount of dollars. And then my last tip for you, my last strategy for building that confidence and getting confidence when you are either in the beginning stages or you are in the stages of making a pivot or raising your rates or growing your business in some way is to take action, okay? Take action, whether it's afraid action and perfect action or whatever you want to call it, no matter what, the first time is going to be freaking scary. Whether it's the first time pitching yourself on a Facebook thread or your first discovery call with a potential client or the first time you send a current client work for the first time, it is scary the first time. But each time after that, it gets a little less scary, a little less scary, but it's never going to get less scary if you don't just do it. So how do you do it? Well, Nike style, you just do it. You put yourself out there and you you learn from each experience. If you make a mistake, if you say the wrong thing, if someone tells you no, just learn from it, okay? And why we do this is because if you wait for there to be a period where you have no fear, you are 100% confident, you will never put yourself out there and you will perpetually be in this place of feeling stuck and wondering what if because getting to a place where there's no fear and having 100% confidence does not exist. So I want you to create a life that you love. I want you to create a life that works for you and your family. And if you desire to have both of that working mom life and that stay at home mom life where you don't have to sacrifice everything and you know, you're able to choose to do both, but it's on your terms. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if you love these tips, you love these strategies, keep listening, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review because I will keep these tips and these episodes as well as inspirational interviews from other business owners coming. But if you're sitting there thinking, no, don't go give me more now. (laughs) I want you to keep talking. I think you should go check out my Overwhelmed to Overbooked program. I use the philosophy in this program that you can build your business and land clients at the very same time. That means my program will help you get results, aka paying clients super fast. You do not need to wait 12 weeks or six months until everything is perfect and put together and launched. My program will help you go from zero to 5K and beyond, or whatever it is that your goal is to either add income into your family or replace your full-time income. My program is the ultimate program that will help you accomplish that. It has everything you need. It has a lifetime and immediate access to the course modules with different paths to go through depending on your goal because we're not a one size fits all program. There are multiple ways to build your business and no matter the path you want to take, I have a step-by-step plan of what you need to do, when you need to do it, why you need to do it, and how to do it. My program also comes with group coaching because sometimes you just want to chat with actual people and brainstorm through solutions and get one-on-one feedback. And i I want to get to know you. So every month, two times a month, we have live group coaching calls. And right now our calls are the first and third Wednesday of every month from 1130 to 1230 Central Time. So I try to pick a time that was good for me and trying to run my business during the day, but also for those of you that are still working a nine to five, hopefully maybe you can fit in a working lunch or something and hop on our calls while you're on your lunch break. Now, the program also comes with ongoing support because we're not one-and-done learners. It's not just, okay, we'll walk through these, these steps and everything will be good to go and I know everything I need to know for the rest of my life. Wrong. I am constantly learning and constantly seeking out new ways to grow in my business and help the moms in my program grow in their business. So each month we feature one guest expert. And they come into the group and do a a live training, a live value pack training on a specific topic. My program also comes with the friendship and community that you need to launch a business because no one should have to build their business alone. I shamelessly think that I have the best course community group out there. Everyone is lovely. Everyone is so willing to jump in and either answer questions, share their struggles, share their vulnerable moments, and also share their wins. And they're also willing to answer your questions. So from the women that are my OGs, they were there from the very beginning of Live Free Mama to the moms that just joined yesterday. I keep seeing this constantly and constantly. Everyone is just an awesome, vital part of the course community. So whether you need someone to answer your question, to give you a, you know, a cheerleading pep talk or a me too, when you hit a bump, you hit a struggle. That is what this group provides. Not to mention, there is tons of collaborating on um, helping each other get job leads too. And there's more. I, like, but wait, there's more. I feel, like a, <laughs> I feel like an infomercial. If you go to MichaelaQuinn.com slash overbooked, you can see all of the awesome bonuses that come with the course and each of the 12 modules, 12 lessons. If you need that step-by-step program, if you need that support, I highly suggest you check out my program. And if you want to hop on a call to talk more about it, I would be happy to do that as well. I will link to that in the show notes. All right, friends, this has been a long episode, but I hope it was super helpful. I didn't want to just give you sugar-coated things of what you can do. I wanted to give you real tips, real strategies that you can walk away and implement to help increase your confidence. And I hope that it was helpful. And if it was, I would so appreciate any shares, shout outs, or tags on social media. And don't forget about our giveaway this month, celebrating our podcast launch. We've made it super simple to enter and there are tons of different ways you can enter. So make sure you go to Michaela slash giveaway to find out all the different ways to enter. And don't forget one of the ways to enter is leaving a comment on the show notes. So just go to Michaela Quinn.com slash the number seven and leave us a comment. Tell us your favorite tip. Tell us how you've started to implement these. Ask us a question or just give us some encouraging love. We all love those words of affirmation. So anything you've got to help us out, I am so appreciative. And I can't wait to share my interview with you on Wednesday. Have a great day.